Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Catholic Traveler podcast. I'm Joni. I'm Mountain. <laughs> and we are taking you daily through the station churches of Rome for Lent. So, this church always makes me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> um, no, it just sounded funny. Well, bread. Yeah. Ham. No, whatever. Ham? I don't know. Bread, <laughs> I, don't know. Okay. I think of ham sandwiches. I don't know. Oh, okay. uh, so, San Lorenzo. Yeah, San Lorenzo. This is Panisperna. one of... Panisperna. Yeah, Panisperna. It's one of four churches dedicated to St. Lawrence that we're going to visit during Lent. St. Lawrence was is really popular with the Romans, huh? Yeah, he's the like the third most popular saint after Peter and Paul. And he's always been revered. Like we, if you think about it, he was a deacon. So we'll tell you the story in a second. But he's revered like in the liturgy, almost like the apostles, um, which is kind of it traces it back the fact that we have the Roman liturgy. We we follow Rome even today in our Novus Ordo liturgy, and they loved Lawrence, and so we all love Lawrence. Hmm. That's true. But so who was Lawrence Mountain? Well, you said he was a deacon. <laughs> 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 He's a deacon in the early church. Yeah. I love the story of Lawrence. Why don't you tell us the story? Well, so he was a deacon and Pope Sixtus, whose feast day is a few days before his. He served at the altar with, with Sixtus and he cared for the poor. He was kind of the papal almoner of sorts where he would take care of the 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 funds to help the poor, the the bread and the and the the money that would help the poor of Rome. But when Sixtus was arrested for saying mass down in the catacombs, Lawrence was with him and Lawrence cried out, like, you have to take, father, you have to take your deacon with you. And Sixtus said, you will follow me in a few days. And so Lawrence was not arrested at that point, but the emperor, the proconsul or whatever, asked Lawrence to bring to him the riches of the church because he knew that Lawrence was in charge of the alms. And so Lawrence brought him all the the lame and the maimed and the beggars and the handicapped and said, these are the riches of the church. I bet the emperor didn't like that very much. No, he wasn't. He wasn't too uh, humored by it. And so he sentenced Lawrence to death. And famously, Lawrence was killed on a gridiron, burned to death. And everybody, most people know his last words were, turn me over. I'm done on this side. So he even had a sense of humor in death. Yeah. But I love that story with Sixtus, and we we remember it every year because we celebrate the Feast of Sixtus and Companions a few days before Lawrence in August, and um, it's just a, a reminder of that fidelity of Lawrence, that Lawrence craved to serve his Holy Father to the end, and he was eventually given that um, ability to die for Christ a few days later. Yeah, and I like the fact that, so his last words flipped me over, I'm done on this side. It said that when he did that, like he still had a... I guess a sense of humor in death and it converted a lot of the people that were there to watch the martyrdom because, you know, this guy is being roasted alive yet. He still has a sense of humor. So people are like, Oh, there must be something to this Christianity thing. So. And it's a good reminder for us during Lent, you know, I mean, we're not getting roasted alive by any means, but so often on days of fast or in the midst of our own penances, or especially in the midst of penances that we might not adopt ourselves, but might be just things in our lives that we would call them passive mortifications, things we have to deal with. 
I get really grumpy when I have to deal with something rather than offering it up. Like even when I offer stuff up, I do it like, okay, I'm going to offer it up. But to remind, like to remember that we should still be cheerful and joyful because we're suffering for Christ like Lawrence was. Yeah. So he's Mm. a good Lent saint. Yeah. And you always bring the good theology to the podcast. I try. Yeah. So (laughs) um, speaking of fasting, why does this church remind you of bread? And, and ham sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> because the name panasperna is that how you say it yeah panasperna okay yeah. i always bring the you know the southern yes, twang right. to our this italian you're from indiana so we don't yeah i'm from indiana <laughs> and i've been translated into the south so i have this okay you know. um indiana no who's your people we don't have accents well that's what i'm saying everyone says we do but, but we don't have accents that's why like newscasters actually study the way people from Indiana speak because we don't have an accent. Really? Do you think we just tell ourselves that? Probably. No, okay. So going back. <laughs> so Panasperna, we don't really know what it means. So this church is San Lorenzo in Panasperna. And because like Mountain said, we'll go to several churches dedicated to Lawrence throughout these days, but they don't really know where it comes from. And one of the thoughts is that it originated from the bread and the ham that the monks distributed to the poor. Yeah, so they would distribute from this church, this area. No, you're right. So that's why. You're right. Yeah. I just thought it was funny, like, <laughs> opening line, this church makes me hungry. <laughs> yes. So it it formerly was staffed by the poor Claire's, which are, or served by the poor Claire's. Um, Claire is my patroness, is my confirmation saint. But now it is um, somebody else. Franciscan nuns, oh. I guess. Yeah. But anyway, we don't really know what Pontesperna means. But yeah, we didn't talk about where it is. It's near. Oh, yeah. talk about where it's it kind is. of behind Saint Mary Major. It's in the neighborhood of Monti. Um, a few of the station churches are going to be in Monti. We were at San Pietro and Vincoli the other day. That's in Monti. Um, so this is maybe a ten-minute walk from there. Um, there's a lot of churches in Rome, uh, but this church is kind of hidden on a. It's a one-way street that's kind of heavy with traffic. People cutting through. Um, but the church is up a little hill. You like walk up a few steps and then you go into this tiny little courtyard and then the church itself is very simple. It's got a beautiful fresco of the martyrdom of Lawrence. You have him being roasted there. And this church is important though, because this is where it actually happened. They have the oven in this church. And so... It's not in the church, it's below the church. So you like go outside, you walk down some steps, then you go down more steps, and you kind of walk underneath the church, and then it's right there. You can like go right up to the oven and you can touch it. There's a little altar there. I assume at some point people were able to celebrate mass right at the at the oven. I don't know if it's still in use, but um The oven or the altar? Either. <laughs> I don't think the oven's in use. No, the altar. I don't think the altar is. Maybe it is. I don't know. Um, I didn't get to see the oven, and I'm still kind of mad about that. We I went for Station Church Day, and we didn't go downstairs. And I was like awkwardly waiting around because I had read in the Station Church book that the oven was downstairs. And then people were like, I think you're wrong. I don't think it's downstairs. And then we left to go to class. And I kind of have a grudge against whatever seminarians didn't open the crypt for, for us. Yeah, well, most of the churches that we go to for Station Days... Their crypt is like inside the church. So sometimes you walk, there's a door maybe by the altar or something, you go down. This one, you actually have to leave the church, go outside, 
go kind of around the corner and then go down. So maybe oh, it's not as easy maybe to I was find just or in the wrong place at the wrong time. Maybe yeah. you have to come back. Yeah. Um, so this is right around the corner from um, the Angelicum too. So if anybody has knows someone who's gone to the the Pontifical University of St. Thomas, it's just around the corner. And so I'd walk by it a lot and I'd always think, oh, I really want to go see if the oven's there. And I never went in because it's often closed. Very so. good. Oh, do you know what else? I, oh. uh, I think you're going to say the same thing I was. <laughs> I think I heard a bee coming out of that. I, I found out that St. Bridget of Sweden visited the church frequently, which yeah. is really neat. I think that's what I really love about Rome is the layers of history. And to remember that we aren't the first people to make these pilgrimages. Sometimes we get really self-centered and just think that we're the center of the world and like history revolves around 2021 and, you know. But that people have been there before us and have been doing this before us. And to know that St. Bridget of Sweden, another saint, has been on pilgrimage, I just find that really powerful. Yeah, she was actually buried here. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, she was buried here before they moved her to Sweden. Wow. Yeah. Well, there you go. But yeah, she spent time here collecting money for the poor. And um, there's a crucifix here that spoke to her. There's a lot of crucifixes. A lot of crucifixes. That's, <laughs> there's, I can think of three here in Rome that... That nodded their heads or talked to her. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, there so you go. San Lorenzo. It's a good church. Yeah. And you mentioned this maybe before we started talking, actually, that it's not open that often. So, this isn't one of the churches you would go out of your way to see because most likely you're just going to see a locked gate. Yeah. So, another reason to come to Lent, to come to Rome during Lent. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we talked about that in the first station episode too, that some of these churches are only open either on their station day or just a few days out of the year for special occasions. And this seems to be one of those. Yeah. Well, good. Well, right. it's Thursday. So unless you gave meet up for all of Lent, go have a ham sandwich. <laughs> in honor of this church. Yes. That's a good suggestion, Joni. Yeah. Thanks. All right. And grill it. Have a grilled ham sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Okay, well, until tomorrow. uh, Ciao, people. Ciao, ciao, listeners. Ciao, ciao.